You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Business of the Music Business Podcast. I'm Pam Rossi. Well, you can play an instrument, you can sing. Now what do you do? Well, to be a successful musician, you need to know the business side of your craft. If you don't, it's just a hobby. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Thank again. Thank you again for tuning in. And um, each week, another guest comes in and talks about different things. If you are a creative, and this time around, we're going to talk managers versus agents. Uh-huh. Ah, and I have a special guest in here today. Hello, Toya Hankins. Hello, Pam. did I say that right? Thank- yes. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming in and thanks talking for about this. Me. Absolutely, another another instructor from Dime. I've been really lucky with Dime, um, which is the Detroit Institute of Musical Education. Yes. So, um, I mean, it's perfect. We're a good match because this is exactly what I want to talk about. So you are an instructor there, correct? I am an instructor at Dime, and um, I teach a variety of classes, and I just love that place. It definitely provides a really great outlet and um, educational base for people in the, who are interested in getting into the music business. And and you need to know that, uh, as I've said many times on these podcasts, you know, you need to know the business side of it if you're going to be successful in it and make this a career. You That's know, right. So many artists are like, oh, I can sing, I can play guitar. You know, no, you need to know more about that. So, so and so today we're going to talk about managers and agents. Uh, you know, the difference between the two. You know, do you need both of them? Do you need mm-hmm. one of them? We're going to hit the gamut on that. So, so let's start with. The difference of the two, manager, agent. Okay. So, you know, I always, I always like to kind of paint a picture. You know, it's like the artist is the CEO and the manager is the COO. Oh. So the manager is in charge of operating the business for the artist. Okay. And basically um, what the manager does is quarterback, you know, all of the team players you know, as the quarterback for all the team players and make sure that everybody is moving down the field in the same direction toward <laughs> the same goal. And so um, that's basically, in a nutshell, the role of the manager. And the booking agent is someone that goes out and finds live show opportunities or, uh, you know, performances or feature opportunities um, for the artist. So the manager and the, the booking agent work very closely together because, you know, obviously that's a major revenue stream, you know, when you're able to perform and make money doing that. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are clear differences. They they specifically go out and find um, show revenue for the artist. OK. Um, and, and many artists starting out do that themselves, you Correct. know, find the book, the gigs and, you know, constantly reaching out for those different venues. Mm-hmm. But when you have an agent and. And when you're saying booking agent, so are there different types of agents or is that it? Basically, it's a booking agent. I would say the the, the legitimate name for it is booking agent. Okay. Because mm-hmm. okay. I know, uh, I thought I heard that managers can be different as well. You can have a business manager That's and you right. can have a personal manager. That's right. Okay. Let, let's make it more confusing for everybody. <laughs> yeah. And the, the difference there is the business manager typically is an accountant or somebody that would handle the business affairs from that standpoint, okay. where the manager is someone that handles the general overall uh, business of the art for the artist. Okay. And, you know, actually in an agency, you can have a booking agent that does live show touring and that sort of thing. And then a theatrical agent. Hmm. So there are different uh, kinds of agents that may be on your team. Okay. Um, if someone is just, you know, starting out, I mean, you can't just decide all of a sudden I'm going to get this major team behind me. I'm going to have everybody I need. But, you know, of course, that need, means you have lots of money. And I know musicians don't. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's look at it, uh, you know, this way. If someone's thinking, well, I really could use help. Do you think it's better to start with the manager or the agent? Well, I think it's good to start with someone that really believes in you. You know, and um, until you get some traction under you and start um, really building a presence for yourself and creating uh, a revenue base for someone to be able to um, benefit from, uh-huh. because the agent and the manager both work on commission. So you have to okay. be able to create a revenue stream for them to be able to really have your attention. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that if you have someone that believes in you, that is interested in getting the business, that's willing to do the hustle with you and the grind, then that's where you start. Okay. You know, and that person can play the role of being sort of an administrative assistant, which would 
be like a manager, mm-hmm. um, but then also assist with helping to lock those gigs in. It's great to have a buffer between the artist and the business, you know, okay. so that um, the artist always looks good and it never has to deal with the conflicts that might come up in doing business. So having somebody that can be your, your in between would be great. And once things get up and rolling, um, then hiring a bona fide manager, um, I think would be the next, the next step. Okay. Yeah. I would have thought the manager would handle, you know, how you look and the image and all that. I would have thought that would have been the manager more than the agent. For sure. Okay. Yep. All right. So, so I must have, must have misunderstood you because I thought you were saying, Start with the manager. Yep. Okay. Start with the manager. Okay. Someone that's going to help you build your image and gotcha. um, help get you on your feet. And because of that, you you need somebody that will be, uh, as you said, you know, with their making of their their money through commissions, Correct. they're going to be want to want to be fully invested in this as well. That's right. Which is a good thing. Yes. <laughs> it. I, I would highly. And I don't know if anyone has anyone ever paid a manager to like, okay, I'm going to pay you like a lump sum to get this rolling or everything. Is that norm or not? I don't think that's okay, norm. Good. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that scenario. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make sense because then, it, you know, take the money and run. They won't yeah. feel like they have to put, you know, hundred percent into it. How many, um, you know, with that in mind, how many artists would a manager handle at one time? Well, a manager isn't limited to the number of clients they can take on. So mm-hmm. really, I would say it would be dependent on the bandwidth of their ability to, okay. to juggle or, you know, the amount of staff they have to, to um, manage the day to day activity of multiple artists. But uh, unlike the artist who has to commit to one manager. Oh, okay. So, you know, typically the relationship is 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 exclusive between a manager and an artist, but um, a manager is not exclusive to um the artist. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the, um, you have to, let's go back to that. Let's, let's talk about manager for a minute. Then we okay. can go to the, the agent, uh, cause you want to start with the manager first. So, you know, you got to think about what kind of manager you're looking for. So what are some things you should look for if you, you know, don't have a manager at this point? You know, wh- how do you start? How does a musician start? And, you know, where do you start? Cause, mm-hmm. I don't know, Google manager, you don't know who you're going to get, you know? Yes. Uh, so what are some things that someone should look for in a manager? Yeah. Again, I think somebody that know, that appreciates their music, appreciates the artist, um, really believes in them and is willing to do the work. Number one. Um, I think you have to be very organized. Um, a self starter. You got to be able to, um, you know, an, initiate and uh, get things up and rolling because there isn't anyone gon- that's going to give you a task list of, of things to do. Um, I think it's great when you can have a manager that understands goal setting and, um, you know, and accomplishing the goals. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then someone with a great Rolodex is also fantastic, too, <laughs> that can pick the yeah. phone up and call and call in some favors who isn't too shy, whether they know um, someone at the venue or at the newspaper, mm-hmm. or, you know, or or that sort of thing um, to pick up the phone and initiate. Because really what happens is in the beginning, the manager is everybody. You know, so I mentioned there's the CEO, the COO, and then the team. Well, init- starting out, the manager is the whole team. Okay. Yeah. You know, so you, even though it's not in the contracts, it says it. I'm not a... Um, public relations person. I'm not an agent. I'm not obligated to do these things. But in order to get the person that you're investing your time in Mm -hmm. up and running and off the ground, you're going to do those things. Yeah. You know, it's going to benefit everybody in the long run. And again, you know, they're getting paid on commission. So they'll want to be doing those things, I would think. I would hope. Yes. Um, Build brand, build image, you know, create value and, um, you know, create an opportunity to make money. It would seem like, uh, still, it seems like, you know, throwing a dart and seeing what you can find, you know, it's kind of a hit or miss. So hopefully, you know, if you're working with this manager that you decided was is the one for you, and then down the line, you're like, this isn't working, you know, so hopefully, you have that um, set in already, you know, we're going to try this for so long, or, you know, mm-hmm. see how this works, because you you don't want to be stuck with someone that's not helping you. That's right. And, you know, and they say that the artist manager agreement is one of the easiest ones to break because, <laughs> you know, it, it, it does boil down to you and the artist, the manager and the artist needing to mm-hmm. have a, a working relationship that's fluid. Yeah. 
Um, and typically the contracts are structured such that it's like two or three years in the beginning with, you know, a few options, one year options, you know, two or three one year options is typically how it goes. Okay. Yeah. So lay it out. Um, I would imagine also if you're looking for a manager that, you know, referrals or, you know, you mm-hmm. see what someone else is doing or, you know, all of a sudden an artist is just blowing up and you're like, okay, the manager must have something to do with this, you know, those kinds of things. You really have to do your homework. That's right. And, you know, it'll be good to find somebody that is, all, if if it's an established manager, somebody that's functioning in the genre of music that you're that you um are doing, oh, okay. you know, because, uh, you know, oftentimes I, I'm a manager in the in the R&B uh, field of music and I'll, I'll get a call. I'll get calls about jazz music or, you know, other styles of music. But I am honest, you know, that I might not be able to benefit you in the greatest way because I don't have all of those contacts oh, right, right. that get you into those rooms mm-hmm. necessarily or in the into um, you know, on the right, uh, shows for interviews because I, I don't already have those relationships. Now, if it's something that we're building and growing together and that sort of thing, sure, the job can get done. Yeah. But if it's somebody that's really already sort of up and going and about to take off, off, you know, from the runway, mm-hmm. then it would, they would be better served by being with someone that, um, is directly in their genre of work. Okay. So find out, you know, ask questions. You That's just, right. you really have to do some investigative work to find your manager. It sounds like yeah. you don't want to get started on the wrong foot, you know, a wrong person. You realize, you know, halfway in, this isn't really yeah. what I was expecting or something. So, That's yeah. right. And you know, these days, um, artists are, they are independent, you know, mm-hmm. they're doing a lot of things on their own. Like you mentioned in the beginning, you're able to put your record out on your own easily. You can create your music from your bedroom, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, with aggregators, you know, such as uh, CD Baby and so on, mm-hmm. you're able to really get your music out there with not um, as much work as it used to be. Oh, yeah. You know, where yeah. you had to have someone beating the streets finding that major record deal for you, it's not necessary. So um, now you're finding managers who are seeking out the artists. Really? You know, based on their success, you know, that is demonstrated, the, the, the success that's demonstrated online or mm-hmm. through their numbers or that sort of thing. Yeah. In fact, if, if someone, a manager is looking for someone, how many followers do they have? Exactly. You know, how much do they post? How much do they play out live or, you know, write music? Are they yeah. constantly growing in a you know, yeah, a manager would look at that and go, this was someone I could work with, you know, yeah. yeah. They don't want to find a deadbeat and try to manage them, you know, <laughs> that right. just wouldn't work. So, um, okay, so your your manager's kind of guiding you through this whole thing and helping you along the way mm-hmm. and, um, you know, getting you to be to be a hit, to be, have a great career. That's right. That's you their know, goal. The, the goal is, that's right, to build image, uh, build celebrity and popularity, um, create uh, a revenue base that is, you know, includes multiple streams of income mm-hmm. and um, really create value for that artist and the manager. Because like we keep saying, you know, the manager, you don't eat. I don't eat. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. Um, you want to do all that you can and really create value um, around that, that, that artist. Now, if someone has a manager, um, what, you know, I mean, there's expectations, you know, this is what you're going to do for me. But, you know, mm-hmm. the, the artist can't say, OK, go for it and do everything. You know, obviously that it's got to be a two way. Mm-hmm. They're just guiding you more than more or less and helping you get in the foot in the door in a lot of places and stuff. So, you know, uh, what is a good like maybe time frame or, you know, how to keep in contact? You know, what are some basic rules? I don't want to say etiquette of it, but, you know, you're working with each other. So mm-hmm. what's a kind of a guideline for that for an artist? You know, I really believe that no one should know the artist better than the manager. Okay. So as much as you can build a really good solid relationship with the artist um, and really know like what their likes are and what they don't like, you know, what's going to make them mad or really make them happy, <laughs> you know, understand their goals and um, things like that, the better, the better the relationship and the better the manager is able to navigate that, um, the career of the artist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I always, I, I think, so I think the more time you can spend together and um, get to know the family, it really becomes like a marriage. It really does. And um, I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really a good idea for the manager to really understand the goals of the artist. Because at the end of the day, that's the work that we're doing. We're right. trying to help you accomplish your goals and add va- and add to that. 
Because sometimes, you know, the artist might be a little short-sighted in what's possible. Mm -hmm. So as a manager, you should bring more to the table. And, um, and I, I, and it's, but it is important, like you said, for the artist to show up and do their part, right. you know, in the, in this day and age, when you see major artists like Will Smith and all of these really big artists who are willing to post daily and like really stay in touch with a fan and, and that sort of thing, then it's no excuse for an artist that's just starting yeah. to not want to do that work, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, and it's necessary. We're in a different time. You know, we're in a different time and you have to be able to reach out and touch and be engaged, engaging and, and engage with right. your fans. Right. So, um, everybody has a little bit of work to do outside of, you know, with the artist, not, not just recording mm -hmm. and handing over an album. You know, yeah. the work is Those just days starting are long gone. Point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's a good point. And, you know, and working with each other and, and again, um, I would imagine when you hire a manager, it's, you know, an initial, let's sit down, brainstorm, you know, or where do I, where do we want to be in, mm -hmm. you know, a six months, a year, five years? You know, you need some kind of goals, as you mentioned. And mm -hmm. so working together. And like you said, the, the artist may not realize, you know, or realize what they can accomplish or where they can go, or what direction a manager has different, you know, glasses on and mm -hmm. okay, I think you need to go this direction and you just don't know. That's and, right. As, you and, want your manager to, to be able to think from both sides of the brain, yeah. you know, to <laughs> yeah. be able to really offer a creative lens, but then also be able to really pull back and be the quarterback, you mm -hmm. know, to be able to see the whole field, you know, and every, you know, everything that's possible that we can do to get us toward the goal. So at what point, someone's starting out, at what point exactly, well, there really isn't an exactly, that you have to think, okay, I really do need a manager now. Mm -hmm. Does it does it get to a point where it's like, I can't do this anymore? Is that the, the, the bottom line is like, sure. I just need help yeah. or a new direction or something? Yeah. I mean, if things are starting to build and you find that your career is taking off and um, you know, you have more than you can really truly handle, mm -hmm. then yeah, I think it's a good idea to start looking for a manager. But again, you have to be able to demonstrate your value, you know, to that manager. Um, if you're looking for someone that's already established, you want to already be able to, you need to be able to demonstrate the value. Yeah. Um, and, but if you're like, I think the thing I think was amazing about Dime is that you do have the creative side of the school, mm -hmm. you know, the artists. Right. And then you do have people who are interested in becoming managers. So at that point, being able to marry those two sides of the house of that school is great. Yeah. You know, because it gives the manager an opportunity to, you know, put to work what they're learning in the school. And, um, and through going through this curriculum together, the manager and the artist are building a relationship already, mm -hmm. you know, oftentimes. Mm -hmm. So, um, and they're usually about at the same level. So it makes sense. You know, and, that's a, that's a marriage that could make really make sense. And it makes sense to me too that especially a new manager is just like really exactly eager, eager, ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like let me un unhook me because I can just, you know, like really take off. Yeah. And they've got ideas that maybe they've never managed anyone before. So they're new and they want to just try out all these new things for this artist, as long as it fits that artist's goals and, you know, dreams or whatever That's right. as well. You know, they, they have to work together, but yeah, a new manager could be, the perfect scenario. So, yeah. You know, I remember when I first started, my best friend was a singer and I knew nothing about art. <laughs> I didn't nothing, nothing about it. I didn't even think I'd be getting into this business, but I had a bit of a business mind, mm -hmm. you know, and I kind of had a natural knack for marketing. So I naturally sort of jumped into the role of helping her. And, um, you know, and so by default, it was call Toya, let her handle, oh, I, you need a contract, give her, you need my photo, give her a call, you know, so to be able to have that right hand person like that, even if it's someone just starting out, but that just cares about you and want to see you do well, yes, is a good thing. Well, and it's interesting too, they probably, it wouldn't hurt if that manager has some business background, Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, because... 
someone with business or marketing background or yeah. that's really organized or, you know, I, I have friends in the business who are attorneys who are managers, you yeah. know, so they really are great with contracts and so on. Or um, I know, like, for instance, Jill Scott's manager is an accountant. You know, so he is able to play both roles okay. of business manager and also manager. I think that he does not do it that way, mm -hmm. but he's able to really like look at how to plan things financially and set up a, the long term picture for her, which is great. As, as you said, you have to look at the, you know, you've referenced it as the quarterback looking at the whole yeah. thing for the game. I mean, it's the same thing. You've got to look at the whole thing, you know. Where where are we heading and how do we get there? And it's not just like, I mean, yeah, it's steps, obviously, but you have to know kind of like three or four steps ahead of time That's right. of what, you know, direction you're going mm -hmm. for this to work, to, for the manager to, to make it work for you. So it makes a lot of sense. So, oops. I <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, it's important also for the manager to be very brand centered. To oh. make sure that the brand is not being compromised by any of the other team members or by, you know, in any way that okay. the artist isn't compromising the brand themselves, you know, because they some, do that sometimes, don't they? Yes, yes. that's right. <laughs> you know, we got to stay focused on the goal here. We can do that art project, you know, um, also, but let's make sure that we're hitting our markers and getting us toward, you know, mm -hmm. the big picture um, as a priority. And hitting those markers, um, I started to touch on this is it's important that you have regular meetings or phone calls or something. So you guys are, you know, the two of you are on the same page. That's right. You know, that would imagine is very important. Yeah. I think, um, it's great also before you start a project to create the marketing plan, mm. like put it in, in, in writing. Like, okay. what are we going to do with this project? What's our goal from a radio standpoint? What's our goal from a retail standpoint? What's our goal from a, image and brand or streaming or, you know, that sort of thing. What kind of numbers are we aiming for and what things are we going to do to try to accomplish those goals? And that way everybody's clear about the work that's about to, you know, ensue before the project comes out. And, yeah. um, and then when you're signing with a record, a major record label, it's great to have those ideas coming to the table as opposed to uh, going to the table and expecting the label to do all the work. Mm -hmm. Um, because again, no one should know your artist better than you manager, you know? So, um, you know, being able to shed light on what things work and don't work and and to that same point, not just knowing your artist, but knowing the fan base, you know, knowing that artist fan base is, is something that's important to bring to the table. Which brings up a point. Um, is it beneficial to find a manager that's in the same city or you know area that you are in as opposed to you know cross country or something would that right. that would make sense would it that i it think would, it does it, like, i think it's a good thing but it's not required okay yeah especially in the day and age of facetime and you know all of those things you can still really connect but i, I do i can definitely see where there are benefits to having your manager in town with you well they know the scene around here too that's and right the, they know the venues or it's easier to go to that venue to say, hey, I got yep. this great artist, you know. That's right. In fact, I manage an artist who is in Los Angeles. And for a while, I was flying back and forth every week, mm. you know, to L.A. to be oh, there wow. for events and, and that sort of thing. But what I ended up doing was just hiring a road manager that's right there. So now I don't have to be there for everything. I can just show up when <laughs> really necessary. And as you get bigger, an artist gets bigger. Okay, so you've got the basic manager. And then all of a sudden, okay, you need a tour manager and a road That's manager. Right. I mean, just because, you know, you, your career calls for your it. Your career calls, yeah. yeah. You, you, all of a sudden, you're at a different level, and so you you need more managers. So how many different managers could a band or an artist have at one point? Yeah, so right. The tour manager, production manager, the manager, the, the music director is, serves as a manager for the band. Um, also your business manager. Um, yeah, you could look at, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Yep. The team gets and, pretty big after a while. And you always wonder why there's so many people backstage that, you know, that aren't the artists. Now I know. Uh, That's right. Well, at that point you're making lots of money so you can afford yep. all these different people yep. and everything, but exactly starting out, you know, just your basic manager that. Yeah. Interestingly you, enough though, all of the manager level folks typically are, are on commission. You know, and your payroll is comprised of your musicians and, mm -hmm. you know, okay. people like that, your road team, your production team. So, yeah, that's true. You said that earlier. So mm -hmm. that makes sense. You know, yeah, you, they're not going to you're not just paying them out of pocket. Yeah. And, yeah. So if, if you're doing well with the music, then it, 
then you have more managers. It's okay because you're yeah. just <laughs> – except if you have 10 managers, you know, and then, you know, that's more of the pie you got to right. divvy up. That's the other thing. But, um, but you know, when you get to that point, I guess it doesn't matter. You're making lots of money and so – If you can afford it, then you must be doing well. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Another goal to worry uh, – to reach with your manager. So, yes. Um, all right. So um, – you know, they're going to, they're basically, you know, getting your, your image, like you said, the branding, that's a big function with the manager, you mm-hmm. know, and getting everything laid out for you as an artist or a band, whichever it may be. If, if a band has a, a manager, I mean, they don't, each member doesn't have an into, or let me rephrase that. Each band member doesn't have their own manager, do they? It's like one manager for the whole band. Is that the norm? That's the norm, okay. but it's not un, in, you know, an unusual situ, uh, scenario if people, individuals have their own managers. Wow. You know, because, uh, you know, if the musicians have their own level of popularity when they come together. Okay. You know, oh, I so see. then that artist, you know, that musician may have its own, uh, entire infrastructure. You know, so some super bands, you know, where they put people together. Okay. Super groups. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. Sort of like, thing. um, let me think off the top of my head. Traveling Wilburys, for example. You okay. Know, you, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, right. exactly. Roy Oberson. So they all exactly. probably had their own manager. Yeah. Yes. Well, when you're at that level, I guess. Yeah. It's okay. You know, but if, it's, if it's a band that's just getting started or, you know, has some level of success, they've, they've decided that they're a single entity. Yeah. Then typically there's one manager. Okay. Yeah, because that would get really confusing, I would think. Yeah. And complicated. I can't imagine it. Yeah. No, your manager said this. No, my manager can't. You, know, right. you can't do that just because your manager said, Oh man, that could yeah. be a headache. No doubt. <laughs> well, let's make sure, let's jump over to agents. I mean, we I think we covered quite a bit on the manager, manager side. So let's jump to the agent side. Okay. Okay. Um, and again, the agent is the one that handles the basics of what? The basics of going out and finding booking opportunities for okay. the artists All right. to create revenue in that way. Okay. Yes. All right. So you've got your agent that's going to book your, fill up your calendar. Yes. <laughs> we can all, you can all hope, right? That's what we want. <laughs> all right. So, um, so give some scenarios and some, you know, what exactly, I mean, you just go knock on venue doors or how right. does that work? Well, you want to get with a manager that, well, first of all, if you're going to sign with an established management company, mm-hmm. then you have to already have some degree of image and brand and popularity right. to warrant having that level of, of agents. Okay. Otherwise, again, you know, someone that is willing to beat the streets on your behalf if you're just getting started to call the colleges or call the local venues and, you know, study the touring opportunities that are coming to your town mm-hmm. um, is a good way to go if you're just getting started. Um, but in a more established um, agent scenario that you would want them to already have relationships with promoters, you would want them to already be booking music in the genre of music that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, you all, and what they also do is, develop the contracts and send the contracts out to the people that are buying you for the show, um, which we'll call the buyer for the sake of this conversation. Okay. Okay. And um, so they manage that process of getting the contracts to the buyer and back from the buyer and signed and to the manager on behalf of the artist and having <laughs> wow. it signed on that side. Another really great benefit of having an established agent is typically there's an attorney in house at the agency. Okay. So that's an expense that you don't have to bear. It comes out of their commission. Okay. And, um, so having the, an attorney there that can review and do the back and forth with the agreement is fantastic. Um, and then the agent has to chase down that deposit. And make sure really? he, chase down. Is, it, is yes, that typical? It's sometimes not, you okay. got to chase the deposit down. <laughs> oh, you know wow. to make sure that the date is a real date. You oh. know because you, really, yeah. Often you'll get a call and um, someone is interested in booking you, but then um, it never comes to fruition. Oh. So the deposit allows us to comfortably take the date off the book okay and gotcha. say you know the artist is not available on this date yeah okay so the the agent is in charge of um that entire process 
Um, That's a lot. There's a lot it to is. it. There wow, are a lot of small realize. pieces, you know, and and then also uh, connecting the road manager with and the production manager. Sometimes they're one and the same um, with the venue to make sure that the equipment is correct and, you know, things like that to wow. ensure that when the artist shows up, the experience is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of balls juggling at this point. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize there were so many different things. Uh, a lot know. of moving pieces. Yes. This is why being organized is definitely a, a critical thing. Yeah. 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 If you're not, how are you going to? Right. You'd have to almost have that on a spreadsheet kind of thing. Absolutely. Wow. You cannot keep that. The level of detail that goes into managing an artist and all of the moving pieces is not something you do in your in, in your head. Yeah. You know. Wow. You and, and having a good team, you know, in general is really a great thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good team other than the manager and agent. Yep. You mean? Okay. Yes, exactly. Uh, like the production manager and the road manager, because they play very critical parts in um, in the overall business. Mm-hmm. Touring is a major revenue stream. You know, you want that business to be handled well and, and to be smooth. Right. Because, um, from your first impressions, you know, because the road manager is the first point of contact to the building. Mm-hmm. If that person is a jerk, then, you know, <laughs> it can set the tone for the experience for the artist. Yeah. And the artist doesn't even know it. You know, they don't know that the road manager was, a jerk. And so now this is why you're having, you know, getting in the attitude from the promoter okay. or the buyer. Oh. And um, so you want them to be able to be likable, but handle business, be on top of things. Don't um, be able to negotiate mm-hmm. and know where you can compromise and where you cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which things are critical to making sure that the artist has a phenomenal show and that, you know, and everything comes off without a hitch and sonically, you know, that things are in order. Yeah. Um, that the flow of things in into the house are in order. Um, that merchandise is set up properly and in place and things are going smoothly. As far as that's concerned. That they handle that too, huh? Absolutely. Oh, wow. So if you're not traveling with a merchandise manager, then yeah, making sure that that, that deal is in place okay. is something that the road manager will handle as well. And and they work together with the agent because, you know, you have to, it's just major communication uh, with everybody. You know, we are traveling with our merchandise. So please make sure that that's in our contract. Okay. So the manager is handling all of that. The, you know, once the agents booked the place, Uh um, the, they're working together. You just said they're working. They need to make sure this runs smoothly. So, you know, they have to work together. Um, you know, but if something's not right, you know, which one of those two people has to handle it. Yeah. Um, even though you've already been booked. So if there's a problem with the actual, um, nuts and bolts of the deal, mm-hmm. then the agent will step in. Okay. 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 If there's problems on the production end or from a building standpoint, then the road manager or the production manager will, will handle that. Okay. And then if things get really challenging, then the manager will step in. Mm-hmm. And, okay. you know, so if there's problems, um, you know, getting, and, and let's, let me say this. You're one, a manager that's going to kind of oversee things, but not step on the toes of the people who handle those areas. Okay. Um, you know, but who is aware of what's going on, you know, so. For me, I like to do a projection uh, going into a show and look at what the profit and loss potential is of a show Okay, before even booking it. Oh. Yeah. And then after booking it, which happens oftentimes far out along with long before oh, yeah. the date happens. Sometimes a year or two. Yes. Uh-huh. And so that projected budget can be greatly impacted by travel. The cost mm-hmm. of the flights are different now than they were when we were projecting. Um, you know, the hotels, weather, like all these things can yeah. impact what's happening. Uh, a band member gets sick and you have to, you already bought a ticket. You got to replace them, you know. So from a manager standpoint, you want to make sure that this thing comes out, um, in the black. Right. Right. right yeah, <laughs> you know, and that, sure. that you're actually yielding the revenue from it that you, um, anticipated that you'd yield from it. So the manager sort of, Continues to sort of hover yeah. like the coach, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then let the other team members handle their specific areas. Okay. 
Um, do agents or managers need to be licensed? In some states, uh, to be an agent, it's required. Okay. You know, I think California and New York, I don't remember those uh, states off the top of my head, but California and New York, I'm pretty sure you have to have a license to How about Michigan? Um, book. Not in Michigan. Okay. Neither yeah. agent or? Neither agent okay. or manager. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I would have thought, you know, that something, you know, you have to have a license, but yeah, I guess it depends if how much, you know, if you're dealing with a lot with the, the money or whatever, you know, right. but I guess booking gigs, you really don't need to be licensed, but yeah, that figures California and New York, you know, right. those are the cities yeah, that they, are the states. They typically rather. require a little bit more in general than other states yeah, do. Yeah. It seems that way. Like oh yeah. Even union requirements and all kinds oh. of things are very different in those states. Now that that's interesting. Union, you know, if someone's touching a piece of equipment, yeah. you know, what manager steps in and is like, no, <laughs> is that how that works or is it the venue? Really the venue. Oh, okay. Yeah. The venue. Um, and again, it's good to have a road manager that's really good, you know, mm-hmm. in the relationship field. Yeah. Because sometimes you can get a little bit more just, you know, by being nice, mm-hmm. you know, and not being the jerk. So, um, it's good to, it's good. You know, so the, the, the production manager is, I'm sorry, the road manager is really still sort of monitoring that the dynamic between the union and the building and, and all of, and, and, and all of those things as well. You know, you don't, it all really kind of overlaps. It's a, it's this synergy. It's this thing that happens that's incredible in my, in my opinion. Uh-huh. You know, when you, um, have the agent book this fantastic show and, you know, the buyer is amazing and, you know, everything that you need or the deal is just negotiated well. And the buyer, you know, comes through with everything that's in the contract and doesn't try to backpedal on, on anything, you know. I'm sure that's happened. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. The tickets sell great. You know, the room is empty. The stage is built the, or the equipment's on the stage. The show goes off. People have a good time and then everything gets torn down is a really cool sort of dynamic to experience from the inside. From the, Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When everything runs smoothly. That's it right. It makes a different dynamic of the whole evening. And it's like, okay, we're ready for the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But then there's, you know, the, the issues of not going smoothly. Yeah. You know? uh, that's when a good agent or manager can step in. That's right. And know how to handle it. Put a it. fire out. Yeah. Know how to put the fire out and not burn down the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So again, that goes back to researching when you're looking for that manager, you know, what kind of experience have they had? Can they, can they handle these things? And I, and I would think it's, uh, you know, also a little different when you're first starting out, you know, a smaller manager. And I know, you know, many musicians around here even that, you know, would hire a friend to be their manager. Yeah. I'm not so sure if, you know, I mean, to me, that would be a little iffy because then you're, you know, you, you know, what do you, how do you tell your friend who's also your manager that, you know, you're not doing the right thing or this right. isn't working or whatever, then it'd be a little more difficult, I would think. So it's tough. It is. The friendship thing is tough. But I mean, if you are laying out like the responsibilities and the scope of service, something that's measurable, mm-hmm. then, you know, what can you do if you're not doing your job? Right. You right, know what right. I mean? Yeah. If you're not doing the job well, then you actually have something to go back to as an mm-hmm. artist and say, Hey, look, I was, this is the expectation that I had you, yeah. that you agreed to, then, you know, that conversation has a basis, yeah. you know, um, but it is, it's tough. It's tough. But sometimes like with me and my best friend, it was, it, I, I was her biggest fan, you know, but, and, and I had something to bring to the table and, uh, and it worked. I think that helps too, as a manager, you know, if you're the big, you're, huge fan of this artist you want to help them yes and you you have so much passion it's easy for you to do your job yes to promote them and build them up and you know make it make it all work that's so. right but you you know and also your friend has to realize it's more to it than just being the friend with passion mm-hmm. you know you got to do your homework yeah so i you know you have to immerse yourself in understanding the business and knowing what how things roll and you know what what you know what's right and what's wrong and you know, how to build a team, how to market, how do you get, you got to, if you're going to do it, commit fully. Yeah. It's not just about, you know, hanging on. I'm, I'm the best friend and, you know, I'm handling this little bit of administrative work. No, no, no. You're not going to benefit your friend that way. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, 
it might be fun. You're like, yes, oh, exactly. this is my friend is a great artist. You, you should hear his music, you know, but bottom line. Yes, it's business. It's business. That's yeah. the bottom line. Exactly. Took yeah. the words right out of my mouth. Thank you. <laughs> that was that was perfect, Toya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has to work on both ends for it to work. Um, and when, one of the things we were saying earlier kind of made me think of a lot of independent artists are trying to do a lot of this on their own. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, I wonder how much really did you hurt yourself, you know, or not progress enough by yes. trying to do it all in your, by yourself. You know, that, you know, you got to think about those things. That's right. I mean, I, I know a scenario where an artist to save money mm-hmm. was, was doing it. Uh-huh. And, um, also, um, just who felt like they had the greatest vantage point of vision for their talent okay. than anyone else. And they signed a major record deal and the label called, you know, I have had a relationship with the label and they called and said, please, can you step in and help? Because oh. we are having a conflict here mm-hmm. um, because the artist doesn't understand all of the inner workings. We don't want to, and the label's not going to be as frank with an artist as they will with the manager. Mm-hmm. The label and the artist, I mean, label and artist manager, you know, they fight sometimes. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's a tough conversation. Sometimes you have to really lobby for your artists. Yeah. And it's difficult to do that as the artist because they're not going to, they're not going to want to do that with you. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah. So it, it really, really, really is good to have a buffer. Someone in there, you just are just be perfect. In the eyes of everyone else. Yeah. You know, let, let, let there be a bad guy for you. You know, it would make it easier. Yeah. You, you don't feel like, you know, it's, it's all on the weight on your shoulders. You yeah. know? And, and, and I would imagine as, as an artist, it's like, I mean, this is your baby, your music right. and, you know, your, your CDs. I mean, everything you is. You gotta trust someone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's probably the, one of the hardest parts I would imagine for a musician is just to let it go. Yes. <laughs> Hire someone else. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, how much connection the artist and the manager should have. And mm-hmm. I think this is a good reason why it's good to have a really good rapport. Yeah. Because that artist really, really, really needs to be able to trust that you're going to give them good advice, mm-hmm. that you're going to handle that project with care, that you're going to defend them and fight for them when they when they need it and don't even know that it's happening. <laughs> you know that there is a problem. Yeah. And, um, you know, who really is rooting for their best interest. And sometimes the artist doesn't just doesn't see that, right. you know, if they're trying to do it on their own or, or, you know, or someone that's their friend, you know, they're trying to look past that. And, yeah. you know, again, that only can only hurt you, I would imagine, in the long run. Yep, I think so. Yeah. You have to be trusting. Huge thing. Yeah. Trust it. You have to do your research to find out, you know, um, you know, what manager will work with me. And we aren't, we're on the same page, mm-hmm. even though, and you said earlier, you know, someone that can see beyond that, which is always a good thing. Yep. You know, we, we're all, we all think we know what we need, you mm-hmm. know, or, you know, I'm the best at what I do. I should be able to promote it the best way, but there's always someone that know, can see something from, you know, looking in the other way. Um, and a manager's the one that would help you do that. That's right. So make sure that you trust them and you let go and yeah. be willing to, uh, well, not just let go, but be willing to grow. There, that's what I want. That's right. To say. Be willing to grow because a manager can put you there. That's correct. Yep. And really, it's a team effort. It truly, truly mm-hmm. is. I mean, you know, like they, everybody has a part to play. You know, so I won't even say that it's all on the manager. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's right. Everybody has a part to play, right. but the manager can definitely impact. Um how you get there mm-hmm. in a great way. How much, uh, you know, when we were talking about contracts and, you know, it's, that would be a lot laid out of how they get paid, how much, you know, yes. like, you know, whatever percentage, whatever it may be. What else would be in a contract, a good contract for between a manager and an artist? Okay. So the amount of time that, um, that you're going to engage okay. in the agreement together. Um, a very big clause is if we break up, what happens? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a clause in the agreement called a sunset clause that will define that. It'll say, okay, you guys have been working together all this time. And based on that, we realize that this person has added value to your career 
And for whatever reason, you guys have decided to separate, and uh-huh. it's okay. But based on what this person added to bring you to where you are now, mm-hmm. you still have to pay them for a little while. Oh, oh you know, so okay. it scales down. It'll scale down from fifteen or twenty percent to, uh-huh. you know, seven or eight percent to five percent to three percent, and usually this will go on for about five years or oh, so. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and it'll scale all the way down to three or 1%, you okay. know, something like that. That makes sense. They help build up, you know, and Correct. it's not, you know, it's not something you see the next day. It's, yeah. you know, residual. So a lot of investment, you know, and risk on, on the part of the manager because right. they, you know, you find as a manager, you do spend money, you know, you do use resources mm-hmm. and, right. and that sort of thing, uh, believing in and investing in and helping to propel the career forward of the artists. So, yeah. I like that sunset. Like the sun is setting. Yes. It's done. Exactly. <laughs> Day is done. <laughs> That's a good it's not just it. like on off. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that makes sense. So anything else that they that would be put in contracts? Yep. Um, so it would be the term. It would be, um, you know, things like how much money can the manager spend without approval from oh. the artist? You know, things okay. like that are important too. You don't want a manager out here just racking up a bill and then, right. you know, you, you get your Amex. Uh, uh, bill, bill later. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that $7,000. You know, well, that would be important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like okay. that's a clause in there, uh, typically. Okay. And, and it's usually a little fluid, but it does, it does give the manager a little consciousness around like mm-hmm. not just spending. Yeah. Um, let's see. What are other, some other key points? Um, there's a key man clause that's in there that's key, typi- key okay. man clause, which says, um, sometimes an artist will want to have a key man clause that says that if your company grows into a big company and you have all these people working for you, mm-hmm. you're my manager. Ah. You know, you can't defer my project to someone else working in your company. Okay. And um, that I want all communication and everything that deals with my business to come through you. Gotcha. Um, not to say that the assistant can't communicate, mm-hmm. you know, but... When it, the decisions are being made, you're making the decision. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's one thing. And, um, let's see. Um, just trying to think of some of the high level points. Usually, you know, the contract could be, you know, three or five or seven pages. Okay. Um, also there's like power of attorney, which mm-hmm. gives you, uh, the right to function on behalf of the artist. Right. To okay. negotiate and sign, to mm-hmm. sign agreements and right. things like that on behalf of the artist. Um. Well, that's that's quite a bit. Yeah. In a, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a pretty just cover pretty detailed. And like I mentioned earlier, it will address this idea that you're not an agent, you're not a public relations mm-hmm. person. You know, you're not obligated to do those things. As a manager, you're obligated to do make your best effort toward um the prog- progress of the artist's career. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Things like that. Yeah. So it just sort of creates some definition. So that everybody, well, you is, need some guidance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're clear about, you know, what your parameters are right. and how you're functioning. Yeah, not like, okay, go do it. <laughs> yeah, Talk, touch base. You know, when I when I'm up on stage, I'll know you did your job. You know, right? <laughs> or, you know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, contracts are good. Good idea. Yeah. Well, anything you do with somebody, contract is a good thing. That's so, right. Um, all right. We already talked about how to terminate. You know, make sure because those things would come up. And um, any other things you want to distinguish between a manager and an agent? Well, you've got the microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I I would just say that um, you know the relationships that the um, agent has with buyers, or even their ability to put together a tour. You know, like mm-hmm. to look at. Um, the the country basically or whatever country you're functioning you're going to do the tour in and to be able to put together the 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 routing the proper way okay. typically that's the the responsibility of the agent the manager will participate you know because again you're overseeing right everything right so and it's good when you can have a good working relationship and make suggestions um you know strategize with the booking agent but ultimately at the end of the day it's their responsibility to you know, look at things and say, hey, we haven't played, you know, these secondary markets, mm-hmm. you know, in a while. So let's put together a run of secondary markets, okay. you know, or, you know, I think that you'll pair well with this group of artists that are going out on the road. And, you know, so bringing those creative things to the manager would be 
you know, greatly the responsibility of the agent. Okay. Um, but you know, it's great when you can get in the room as manager and agent and just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, we got, we've done, we did this region of America and this region last year covered and saturated that. What have we missed? You know, like let's figure out how we can get into, you know, yeah. these tertiary markets that are underserved or, you know, that sort of thing. So it's, just, it's, it's a, as you said, it's, you know, everybody's going to work together. It's yeah. not, you know, one sole person's responsibility to handle it all. You work together, you know, you're the team. You're you know, a team. team to, to help you. Exactly. Get your business going. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I uh, appreciate you coming in today and oh, explaining the difference, manager versus agent. I was confused in the beginning. Okay. I, you know, I kind of have an idea, but uh, thank you for clearing that up. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I mean, and you see often people will say, oh, this is so-and-so's agent, you know, because it's a easy term, I yeah. think. But yes, there, it's, it it's, is good to be able to understand the yeah. difference. And a lot of times it's more the manager. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, and also let people know, I mean, if they're interested in getting more information from you, okay. you know, the best way to, to contact you. Yes, and- I, um, I, I'm an instructor at Dime, and I also am on Facebook by my first and last name, Toya Hankins, H-A-N-K-I-N-S, and on Instagram at Toya H313. I'm also on LinkedIn through my full name and on Twitter with my full name as well. And Toya is T-O-Y-A. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Toya Hankins. Okay. Well, we appreciate that. We. I'm the only one here. (laughs) I appreciate you uh, yeah, coming in and talking. I appreciate to, you too yeah. for what you're doing. This is great, you well, know, to be yeah. able to give people an opportunity to, you know, have some insights that they might not have if they're not in school or what right. have you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so many musicians have been doing this already for a while, but you know, maybe want to branch out a little bit or, you know, I'm stuck or something, you know, mm-hmm. and there's always, you can always learn something, yes. you know, even if you're an independent artist, you. That's right. You and, need, and these days it's, it's changing always. Oh, yeah. So staying abreast of what's happening in the business mm-hmm. is a good thing. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much again, Toya Hankins, H-A-N-K-I-N-S from Dime, um, discussing managers and agents. So um, that wraps up another edition of Behind, excuse me, Business of the Music Business. There we go. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the business of the music business. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you would leave a review, that would be great. Find out more. Just follow me on Facebook and uh, my website, pamrossi.com. Have a great week.